A group of friends, highly established in their careers, got together to visit their old university professor. Conversations soon turned into complaints about stress in work and life. Offering his guests coffee, the professor went to the kitchen and returned with a large pot of coffee and an assortment of cups, porcelain, plastic, glass, crystal, and plain looking, some expensive, some exquisite, telling them to help themselves to the coffee. When all the students had a cup of coffee in their hands, the professor said, if you noticed, all the nice looking expensive cups were taken up, leaving behind the plain and cheap ones. While it's normal for you to want only the best for yourself, that is a source of problems and stress. Be assured that the cup itself adds no quality to the coffee. In most cases, it's just more expensive and in some cases even hides what we drink. What all of you really wanted was coffee, not the cup, but you consciously went for the best cups and then began envying each other's cups. Now consider this. Life is the coffee, the job, money, position, and the society are the cups. They're just tools to hold and contain life. And the type of cup we have does not define nor change the quality of life we live. You see, sometimes by concentrating only on the cup, we fail to enjoy the coffee. The happiest people don't necessarily have the best of everything. However, they just make the best of everything. Live simply, live generously, care deeply, speak kindly, and most of all, enjoy that cup of coffee. If you're new to the Impact Secret Podcast show, welcome to the family, to my existing family. Thank you for joining. On this podcast show, we talk about, we discuss entrepreneurship, faith, marketing, and my personal favorite, personal development. I am your humble host, E.D., for all you smart and intelligent folks. That just simply means Ed. Now, pull up to the dinner table. I got some stories to tell. Today's show is entitled, Stop Becoming Bitter and Start Becoming Better. Stop Becoming Bitter and Start Becoming Better. As usual, family, we always like to unpack the story that we just that I just uh, presented to you. This story was brought to you by Meyer Lazarus. Top 100, the top 100 motivational stories. Really good. Uh, I really, when I was looking for this to go to align with, with today's show, this really stood out to me. And because it, the reason why it stood out to me, it was so funny how he took the basic, the basic of everything. I mean, he made it so simplified. He simplified the story with a visual aspect. And the visual aspect was, he was saying he lined all of these different cups up. He provided all of these different cups and no one chose the, the inexpensive cup. They chose the most expensive cup that there was there. And what and what he was saying through the story was, hey, this coffee is a representation of what you want or what you want out of life in, in a sense, the job, the money and position. However, the cup is, I mean, the, the, uh, the cup itself represented the society. 
And all they did was he was saying was the coffee and the cup go together in a sense, but all the cup is doing is holding the ingredients of what you want. And sometimes we become so stressed and overwhelmed because of the things that we want out of life. And we and it's kind of a mix, too, because sometimes the, these challenges come of because, you know, you want to do better. However, the frustration makes you become bitter because, you know, you should be doing better. And you're like, what do I do? And so the time you spend beating yourself up, I do it. So I know that it's just it's, it's something where you have it's a, a work in progress. It's something you have to continue to work on, because when you're bitter, you take no action. Just think about it. The last time you were bitter about something or frustrated about something, how many times did you take action after that? So you were bitter that they laid you off. How long did it take for you to take action or did you take any action at all? And then you became bitter at the reason why they laid you off. I was reading this story um, and I'm uh, in the story and I'm going to paraphrase the, the story. And it was about somebody that they worked for this company and they kept providing ideas after ideas. And they just the the manager just would not implement that person's ideas. And he became really bitter and he just lost his drive to actually work in that environment. And so he said, you know what? I'm walking away. He walked away. But what was amazing was those same ideals that he was having. He just took a risk on himself. He bet on himself and said, OK, I'm just going to just, you know, start off small and I'm going to sell these from my house or the trunk of my car. But my goal is, is to eventually have a brick and border uh, border store. But we're going to start off small to see if what I kept getting rejected on to see if this will work. And I think that takes a lot of courage because when you face rejection, you have two. You only I mean, you can make this as complicated as you want to. But I must you know, we simplify everything here because it's just the easiest way where a baby can understand it almost. It's you have two options. Option one, you can just give up or option two, you can figure out and find a way to move forward. Once you start doing that, that really starts propelling you into the next thing. I like what Les Brown's talk, talked about, too, when he, he discussed where he says, you know, when he was starting out and he was trying to figure out, well, like, how do I do this? He was just like he started just really brainstorming in a sense of ways to do it. So, okay, I want to be a speaker. How do I do that? What do I need to do? What do I, what I need to do? Okay. Oh, that's what I need to do. I need to work on my communication. Okay. Then that opened, he said that opened another piece of a part of his brain, which said, Oh, well, this is what you knew. Once you start working on your communication skills, you may want to add this to it. And that's what we have to do. We have to focus on how do we, transition from the bitterness of what we truly want because we we only become bitter because of what we were going after is not what showed up something else showed up and so now we have to shift and, and change the story of what we believed in and it's that that is hard because breaking those false beliefs is the hardest thing that people have of getting to that next level 
in that next level for you, it can be a multitude of things. The next level could say breaking those false beliefs of saying, you know what, I'm going to get up and I'm just going to go for a walk. That's my exercise. And then after that, after doing that for a while, staying committed, okay, now it's time to start, you know, um, maybe doing, you know, getting on the treadmill or lifting some weights or just doing push-ups. Hey, I'm going to commit to doing 15 push-ups. It's, it's, it's more of a ladder approach to life than a escalator to, uh, to approach to life. Because when you're bitter about it, you can't see clear. You can't see your way through what you're already currently, you're currently in. It's like you're in a storm and you're, you're mad. I don't think there's nothing wrong. I think you need to do it as far as get it out, get the frustration out, talk, you know, be so mad, get, get really just like, oh, I can't believe this. And then all of a sudden, leverage that, create that chip on your shoulder, create that 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 drive that pushes you to want to become better. I know when I was reading when they lost, I was, you know, big basketball friend, uh, favorite players, of course, Jordan, Kobe and and LeBron. And one of the things I always notice about when somebody of a LeBron caliber type player or, you know, loses a game or something. Well, you know, it looks like he's slowing down. He doesn't have it like he used to. And, and I'm like, wait a minute, just yesterday you were just saying that he is just dominating the league. We haven't seen a player in, you know, that's been able to be this dominant over the years. And I'm like, I always say to myself, I said, you know, that's where the you have to really be conditioned to believe in yourself and not allow what is going on ex externally to affect you internally. Because if, if you get too high on praises of what people give you, and then all of a sudden they take it away, you may lose hope. And then if you get too low on yourself because of the negativity that they're, they're putting on, on yourself, you'll stay trapped in that. So both of those are traps and it's, it's, it's how you navigate that. That's why you become bitter is because you you're trapped in, into the dogma or the the anxiety that people place on you that, you know, you should be further than than a head than you are or you should be this or you should. And it's always, it's never, and then when you look at them, you question like, then where are you at? So I always say, family, you have to start, stop becoming bitter and start becoming better on your life. Start challenging yourself, start setting goals, create your vision board. And these, I'm giving you tactics. I'm not just giving you all strategies through these podcasts. Tactics is creating a vision board. Sit down, just take time just to write out some of the things that you want, you know, I don't some of the things you want, some of the things you need, create a list. And when you get frustrated and when you get down, also affirmations. I mean, every morning, well, five days a week, I read my affirmations. Um, a good affirmation book that I've been checking out is Jack Canfield's uh, 52. I think it's 52 weeks of affirmations. Really good book. Um, it gives you the affirmation, plus it gives you the context behind what is what's the purpose of each of these uh, affirmations. So family, whatever you do, continue to work on yourself. I promise you it's going to pay off. Yes, it's going to take time. Yes, you're going to have to do the work. But when I say do the work, everybody can work, but identify what your work is, because I hate that word. I hate the, the cliche of, oh, yeah, just work harder. That doesn't give you 
a purpose of what are you working hard for? There are a lot of people that work hard and don't have the opportunity to advance. So you need to find out where you're going to work hard at so you can be better and not bitter. I'm your humble host, ED. Until next time, I'm out.